0: Yellow.
1: Hello. Hello. Joe, can you hear me? Yes, I can.
2: All right. There we go. Joe,
1: how you doing? What do you think? Alec Pierce is the first pick to the Colts. Hey, Kent, it's great to talk to you. Uh, You know what? I was kind of hoping for Sky Moore, but I'm okay with that. You know, I can live with that.
2: This uh, I think it worked out the way at least that Chris Ballard wanted. They got the uh, they got the weapon that they wanted. And they exactly. were able to trade back and get a, and move up from a fourth to a third, so they've got seventy three, seventy seven. Um, it, it,
1: it, it, so, it, but you wanted Sky Moore, I, you know, that was my favorite pick mainly because I was in Jim uh, uh you know, the uh, the the pick the the first pick, and I picked him. I was hoping for that another thousand dollar gift certificate, but. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm okay, you know. I wanted to see. I, I figured the Colts were doing either a wide receiver or a tight end, and I was glad to see uh, what they got. I'm, I'm happy with it.
2: All right, thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. Again, the Colts take uh, that they, they go after really the guy that they wanted, and, and that's Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. He's big. Uh-huh. He's rangy. He ran a four four one. He's got good hands. Desmond Ritter loved him as a weapon. Uh, you're listening to Colts Call-In. I'm Ken Sterling, and and we'll take some calls. We'll make this very interactive. Uh, how are you doing, uh, Joe? How,
1: how's everything going uh, with me? Yeah, everything's fine. You know, like I said, I've been I I've, I've been a Colts fan since the early '60s, so you know I'm an old timer. You know, and I I enjoy I love I love watching your uh, YouTube videos. I watch them like daily and. And uh, I just enjoy this.
2: I appreciate it, Joe. Thanks very much. Let, let's go to uh, let's go to Noah. How you doing, Noah? Noah, what do you think of the pick? Alex Pierce Nicole. the All right, Noah, we got a bad connection. Uh, let's go to Paul. Paul, how are you? Um, what do you think of the Colts and their selection of Alec Pierce? I'm really happy with that pick, uh, Kent.
0: Um, I like his size and speed. I think he's a good complement to um, Michael Pittman. I think he offers um, a more downfield threat against defenses. And uh, hopefully they can couple that up with a, one of the nice tight ends that uh, – should be available they they kind of crunched a couple of better picks together in the third round with the the minnesota trade so i like what ballard did so far and um he's addressing uh the primary need and um you know matt ryan loves his tight ends so um let's get him another weapon
2: i love that exactly right sky Moore, by the way just selected by the kansas city chiefs thank you paul i appreciate it let's talk to josiah Josiah, what do you think about the work that uh, that Chris Ballard ha- has done in selecting? Um, uh, trying to unmute you, Josiah. Maybe you're uh, muted. Um, if anybody wants to join us and uh, and be a caller, we appra- there's Noah. No- uh, Noah, what do you think?
3: I think this was a really good move on their part.
2: Um, it, they really needed a component on the other side of the offense, didn't they? They needed a guy who could stretch a defense, take the top off the defense. They've got Pittman as a guy who can kind of be a, I don't know, game manager type wide receiver, a guy, a possession type guy. But they needed somebody to take the lid off, didn't they?
3: Yeah. He sort of reminds me of a Michael Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. He has the same, the, around the same size as him. He can do pretty much the same things as he can, so it sort of reminds me of him, in a All way. Right,
2: perfect, Noah. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Let's uh, let's talk to Josiah. Josiah, um, how are you doing tonight? And and make sure you unmute yourself. As uh, there you go. As we talk to you, what would you think of Alec Pierce's selection
4: of the cult? Well, I really like it just because. I mean, now that wide receiver room is just huge. I mean, Paris Campbell is the smallest guy at six foot. Everyone else is 6'2", six 6'3". Six plus, um, with his speed, I, I love the combination that uh, he brings to the room. What do you think about this? This is something I've been arguing with people about.
2: It, not arguing, but kind of debating, gently debating on the YouTube channel. Um, it, it, people wanted a left tackle. and And my position has always been that if you've got weapons then you cause the defense not to load the box and to spread out coverage and only send perhaps four instead of loading up with seven or eight. Uh, This is kind of an additional weapon is a way to protect Matt Ryan, isn't it?
4: I think so. Um, I remember hearing a lot about that, though, unfortunately, when we drafted Philip Dorsett. So I have bad memories about that. But (laughs) I I do think you're right, though. I mean I, I do think you're right. I, and and we've got talented guys on the line now, more so than earlier. So uh I think I think it's a good fit and I do think that it's gonna help out uh Ryan because he does like those big uh rangy receivers.
2: Thanks, Josiah. I appreciate the call. Uh let's go to Ryan. Ryan, how you doing tonight? What do you think about uh about Alec Pierce to the Colts? Make sure you unmute yourself, by the way. Ryan's muted, and so uh, I, I and I have no way to to address that. So we'll go to Gary. Uh, Gary, how you doing tonight? Make sure you unmute yourself, and um, uh, tell me about what your thoughts are regarding the Colts grafting Alec Pierce at fifty-three. Gary, you're muted, so we're not going to be able to hear you. And uh, so you got to unmute yourself. Just hit the little button there, and it'll uh, it'll work just fine. Okay, here's a heads-up. There's Gary. Gary, how you doing? What do you think about the pick?
4: Hey, Ken, shout-out. I just want to say I love your show before and after I go to work. So uh, I, li- I like the pick. Uh, now I'm just kind of going off of what you've been saying here recently. Is it left tackle uh, for the offensive line, or is it tight end now?
2: Oh, I think it's tight end. And and I think that the guy that they're going to look for is Johnny Woods. It would really surprise me if at seventy seven they didn't take Johnny Woods.
4: Well, what about the guy that you were talking about from Ohio State?
2: Oh, you know what? I like Jeremy Ruckert, but what I've heard is that uh, there there's kind of been a wind of blowing that the guys out on Fifty Sixth Street really like Johnny Woods, and uh, I I. It would surprise me if at 77 they didn't go in that direction. If they take Ruckert, I'm going to be absolutely thrilled. Ruckert is a steamroller. He he is a uh, an absolute bulldozer, and he would be a terrific component at the end of that. It, you know what? If you can't get a left tackle and you can get a guy like Jeremy Ruckert, you almost don't need a left tackle. You're going to be fine in the run game, and you're going to be fine in the passing game helping matt Pryor with jeremy rucker but i uh you you have been you you've been listening closely i like that
4: yeah i was wondering if uh maybe the if it wasn't the tight end from uh, ohio state i think there's another tight end it was kind of under the radar from virginia i think his last name is yeah. woods
2: yeah johnny woods that's the guy i'm talking about they're gonna i think they're going to take him at 77 if not 73 but i think it's going to be 77
4: We'll have to wait and see.
2: Yeah. All right, Gary. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Make sure you unmute yourself as, as we welcome you to the show. And uh, we now, uh, we turn to Andrew, who's going to tell us about Alec Pierce and, and what he thinks about the Colts pick at 53. How you doing, Andrew?
5: Oh, pretty good, Kent. Uh, I honestly think it's a fascinating pick. I think he plays a lot like Pittman. And having two Pittmans on the outside, I think is a very good thing.
2: I I think he might be a little bit faster and might be more that kind of, that kind of nine route guy, as they say, a lot of vernacular in football anymore. You got the three techs, you got the nine routes, you got, you know, the Z and the X and the F and the, and the Y anyway, Alec Pierce is a guy who can get down the field in a hurry. Uh, And, and Pittman, Pittman is really good tactically, I think underneath. And that's where, Matt Ryan does a lot of his work. You know, I, I think that if you've got if you got Pierce, you've got Pittman, and you go get a tight end who can catch a little bit to complement Mo'Ali Cox, and, and you've also got Hines and Taylor, you've you got to feel pretty good about this offense.
5: I agree completely. Uh, do you think there's any chance they take one of these slipping quarterbacks, or do you think they put that off for another year or two?
2: I think they put it off. I, I think that if they were going to go quarterback hunting, they would have taken Willis at forty-two. Uh, I, you know, if he's still hanging around, I don't think anybody's taken him yet. I'm kind of half paying attention as I'm watching. I know Ritter's still there, and and if you can grab him at seventy-three, I mean that that's a guy who's kind of ready to go play some football, and in two years is going to be really ready. So that that's a good call. I appreciate the call, Andrew. Thanks very much. Thank you. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Mike. How you doing, uh, uh, Mike? And and make sure that you uh, you unmute yourself in, in order to be able to talk, and that's a pretty easy process. There you are. How you doing, Mike? How you doing, Kent? Good, good, good. Good night for the Colts, I think.
6: Yeah, I like the pick. I think you had to go wide receiver there. I have a little bit of a bias because I go to Liberty, so I kind of want Malik to fall to the Colts, but I it just didn't happen. Didn't like them, but... Um, I like I like the wide receiver. I would have liked Pickens, but obviously he went right before the Colts there. So,
2: all right. Now, as a student at Liberty, do you run into Malik Willis? Do you know this guy at all?
6: I have seen him about two or three times. Uh, never talked to him personally. No.
2: Okay, so no chance to like get some, uh, you know, some kind of an idea of who the guy is. But you you hear people talking at the university. I've heard nothing but good things that he's a great kid. Right?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Great character. Honestly, uh, man of faith. So I like that but yeah, nothing but good things. All
2: right. Perfect. Thanks for calling Mike. Yes, sir. All right. Let's go to Kilgore. Uh, Kilgore, make sure and unmute yourself as you come on board. What'd you think of the pick? The Colts take Alec Pierce at 53.
6: I, uh, I like the pick personally. I was watching also Kent been a fan of uh, your show. Thanks live in New York. So I'm a Hoosier in New York uh, as a Colts fan. So it's kind of funny. Don't uh, get to catch the game too much out in public, but I like the pick. I, I actually started watching him more recently. I thought he's pretty big, but when he plays in the slot, he's got a really uh, kind of nice agility and, I don't know, some, like, just vision with, with it, you know, after the catch. I feel like he's got a good sense of feeling where defenders are, actually, of the things I watched. Um, so I do All like right. it. I like that they traded back and still got him, uh, given the direction of how it was going. 73-77. and 77.
2: Um. Do you have a position that you'd like to see him go get, or a specific guy?
6: Uh, you know, I was actually preferring. You know, I've watched your show for a little bit too, and I think a, you know, a more of a run blocking tight end, kind of like Jeremy Ruckert or something like that, someone that yeah. can really, you can you can take a you can take a risk more at left tackle, right? I feel like if you've got a run blocking kind of base tight end, and you can kind of let it play out with Matt Pryor, still draft a tackle, but not, you know you can really kind of have that heavy front line for Taylor and just having one more weapon, I feel like, you know, puts the exact offense that Matt Ryan's going to need this year. Uh, You know, just two solid choices, good backfield, good, you know. Having Naheem opens up a lot of, like, short play position and kind of trickery, I feel like, behind the line and being a, you know, kind of hard offense to basically dissect. Like, there's so many things moving parts happening at once consistently yeah just excellent
2: thank thanks very much Kilgore. i appreciate the call yeah thank you let's go to noah how you doing noah noah make sure to unmute your set there you are how you doing
3: sorry i'm back again i just had a quick i had a couple questions for you sure so the first thing is is how you doing
2: i'm doing great how are you
3: good and then i have like two more for you i don't want to be too long what no, do you think of, what do you think of the tight end for UCLA and do you think he will fall at number 73
2: you know I like him um, but I, I've heard nothing where it, it concerns him as uh, as a guy who may go to the Colts so I'm not uh, I, I, I would hesitate to predict that he's going to go to the Colts. Um, but I, I have heard that – you know what? I don't think you can go wrong with Jelani Woods or Jeremy Rucker. And and I'm spacing – I'm kind of dancing around until the name pops into my head, the kid from uh, UCLA. It's just not coming. But uh, Rucker and Woods, I think it would be terrific.
3: So do you think that we have a chance of drafting him at 73 or no?
2: I think both are going to be available at 73. And it's 77. I I don't think they're going to take both, but I think you can go get one or the other at either 73 or 77. I've seen Ruckert. I mean, guys like uh, Chris Sims said that he thought Ruckert was the best tight end in the draft over the top of of, of Trey McBride. And uh, I I know that Jelani Woods, the way he played – at virginia it, it's just kind of it just kind of felt like colts to me well with uh with johnny wood so I, I think there's a good chance they're going to be able to get one of those two guys at 73 if not have their choice of either i appreciate the call thanks noah
3: hey, man, hey Kent, one more question before i leave sure out of 73 who do you think is the re- realistic kick
2: Yeah, I think one of those tight ends. I, you know, uh, if if Ruckert's still on the board, that'd be terrific. But I've heard that the Colts—they're really kind of enamored of Woods. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I appreciate it, Noah. Thanks very much for the call. Let's talk to. uh, Let's talk to Braden. Make sure and uh, mute yourself, Braden. How you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing good. How are you?
2: Great. What do you think, Alec Pierce?
0: Um, I've really liked him for a while. I think he's tall, strong, really fast. I like the comparison to Jordy Nelson. I've seen a lot of people say that. I think that's an accurate comparison. I mean, also, they're both white, so that makes sense.
2: That's Um, always the way it works, isn't it? We we don't compare a lot of white guys to black guys or black guys to white guys. Do Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Um, I think we got good value in the trade back as well.
2: I thought they did, too. I was kind of surprised. Well, they had to give up 122. And that's okay, But if you can, you know, you trade back 12 and then you trade up, you know, roughly what, uh, 35 spots. I I think that's pretty there's there's kind of a cliff to me between the middle of the third round and the uh, kind of uh, the guys before the middle of the third round. I always feel pretty good about their ability to contribute almost immediately. And the guys after that, sometimes it's a little bit dicey.
7: Yeah, I kind
0: of feel the same. I feel like there's a bit of a talent drop off after that point.
2: All right. Thanks, Braden. Appreciate it. Yep. Have a good night. Uh let's go to Jack. Jack, what do you think of uh of Alec Pierce to the uh the Colts? Um the uh something there let's see. Hey Kent. Yeah. Let's um Jack, there's Jack. Make sure you mute yourself. I appreciate it. What do you think of Pierce?
8: I like the pick. I think the trade back worked well. Um, I didn't think I I was I I I thought we were going to trade back going into the night, and I think it ended up working well.
9: Who do you think we're going to get in the third
8: round?
2: There was kind of that. um, There was that feeling, especially as we saw. What happened from 33 through 41, you know, where Pickens was still on the board, Sky Moore, Alec Pierce. There were a lot of guys still on the board. Willis at that point still on the board. And, and so you, you felt like, all right, you know, if they trade back about 10, 12 spots, you're still going to be able to get somebody that you like. And if Alec Pierce was your guy. Alec Pierce was likely to still be there at 53, and if you can pick up 77 in the process just by giving up 122, you got to feel pretty good about that.
8: Yeah, um, I got a quick question. Sure. Uh, why do you think Willis is slipping right now in the draft? Do you know, you know that at all? I
2: and Mel Kiper kind of alluded to it, and I saw it um, as I was looking at kind of his game log. He had 11 touchdowns and no interceptions in his first five games of the season, and then he started making bad decisions, and his play kind of degraded as time went on. I think people people are much more uh, mistake averse with quarterbacks than they used to be, where you know they, you kind of allowed for some interceptions and some occasional brain farts, and and at this point, I think they're looking for a guy always who is going to be able to run the offense, run it right, understand where he's supposed to go with the ball, and and do that over. And that's why Wentz is no longer a cult, right? Because that's not what he did. And and you mm-hmm. heard it from Marcus Brady the other day, the offensive coordinator, when he talked to the media, and he kind of threw Carson under the bus a little bit and said, hey, we had plays called for Naheem Hines. And, you know, they weren't run the way that they were designed. That's a direct shot across the bow of Carson Wentz, and you're looking for a guy who's going to do what he should do every single play and deliver the ball accurately. And I don't think that Malik Willis was a guy that GMs are trusting to be able to do that. Uh, may, and and nobody thought that he was going to be immediately as a rookie be a guy who could do that. They were talking about him being like a a two year ramp up guy, and and so mm-hmm. everything I've heard from people at Liberty and and people who go to Liberty. We had a caller a little bit earlier, great kid, great character. People love him. And, and he's a terrific athlete as well. So, you know, I think if you're willing to bring a guy in for two years and, and sort of teach him some fundamental aspects of quarterback play, I think he could get a winner.
8: And one more quick question. Do you think Alex um, Pierce is going to be a contributor right away? The, in year one. Yeah,
2: for sure. And and the way uh, I kind of try to infer that that's going to happen is because who's he got to beat out?
6: You mm-hmm. know what I
2: mean? You got Pittman. You've got Campbell when he's healthy. And other than that, you've got Ashton Doolin and Mike Stron and, uh, oh, for goodness, uh, Des Patman and a Kiki Kuten. And I, if you take a guy in the second round and he can't beat out those guys, you got a big problem. And mm-hmm. that's why they took Pierce. I, I think in the second round, picking 53rd or picking 42nd, what you do is try to figure out where you can get the biggest lift in your roster from one guy to another. And that, I, I think Pierce being drafted really answered that question. I think he's the guy that gives them a lift. Gives them speed. He's a burner that they think they can count on. And and hopefully he can come in and do that. And hopefully Campbell can stay together health-wise. Although I know that's asking a lot. And and you can kind of have a, a three-headed monster that's not nearly as good as a three-headed monster with Cincinnati. But can still be really, really
9: productive. All right. Love the show, Kent.
2: Ah, thanks very much, Jack. I appreciate it. Very nice of you to say. Uh, let's go to Brett. <clears throat> Brett how you doing tonight make sure and unmute yourself by the way
9: Hey Kent how's it going
2: It's going good what do you
9: think Um, I like it I guess I had other receivers that I would have preferred Um, I mean Pickens was a big one for me but I saw a bunch of Twitter stuff today that was saying he's got another issue coming up possibly Um, And that was actually a question I had for you Do you have any insight on um some of the troubles that Pickens has
2: the i have no idea what the thing coming up is but i know there have been fights uh locker room fights fights kind of away from the team he, he seems to have have a little bit of trouble kind of controlling his temper has been suspended for that and and so that's what i think it kind of is one of the things that i was really kind of and in this past year aside because he was hurt and he came back and he played and he wasn't a hundred percent so the kind of that slide in productivity this past year, I get, but he was really good as a freshman and then as a sophomore, not quite as good. And then this year he got hurt and then you combine that with behavioral issues. And, and I think he kind of got a problem.
9: Yeah, that all makes sense. Um, all right. Well, love the show, Kent. Thanks, Brett. Appreciate it.
2: Yep, uh, let's one. talk to Jacob and uh, uh, Jacob, make sure you unmute yourself. Am I good? Yeah, you're all good. How you doing, Jacob?
3: I am great. How are you?
2: I couldn't be better. What's going on?
3: Dude, I love this, uh, this, uh, this trade back in the draft. I was really disappointed going on Colt's Twitter. Everybody's calling Chris Ballard a moron, saying they're not fans anymore because, oh, he's trading back. <laughs> it's like, can we let this man do his job, please? This is what he does. And, I mean, we all agree he's not the greatest GM in the world, but I think he's earned a little bit of trust from us. I love the pick. I love that Sky Moore was there and uh Pierce was there so I feel confident it's like you had your choice and you picked one and I like that.
2: So if you had to grade Ballard's first 5 years on the job and this is his sixth draft but he's been here for for 5 seasons um and in 5 calendar years uh, what grade would you give him?
3: I I mean I'd give him a B a B plus that okay. like you said today that 2018 draft was just it just excellent, and that was, and he's done well since. I mean, he's had some duds, but overall, I mean, it's it's been a a, a good a good job with the Colts.
2: All right, excellent. Thank you, Jacob. Appreciate the call. Yep. All right, let's go to Gary. Gary, how you doing tonight? What do you think about uh, Chris Ballard and his selection of Alec Pierce, the wide receiver out of Cincinnati?
4: Um, i just been kind of listening to what everybody else has been saying. I think this guy's got uh all the numbers as you want from a wide receiver. It's just the, the one thing that made me think about uh, what Carson Wentz did, and I saw Kurt Warner's breakdown. He said, you know, this is the last game of the season. It was when it mattered most. You had 16 games before this game to get it figured out. And when I saw the breakdown of the plays, you know, if it was designed for a certain player, what about the check down guy? If the play doesn't develop, what do you do then? And I'm just wondering right now, will Matt Ryan be the guy who can obviously... Not make those heart attack heart attack like mistakes because I went to every home game that we did uh, have in Indianapolis and if there was one thing that I felt like Carson Wentz did was he just made you feel like you're about to suffer a heart attack on every play.
2: <laughs> well, you know, and I would say this about Carson Wentz too, and. I know we're all crapping on Carson Wentz, and I heard Joe Wright's today on the radio kind of crapping on Wentz a little bit and saying that, you know, if Matt Ryan had been the quarterback down in Jacksonville, basically, there is no way that that team would have thrown up the turd they did down there and and lost in the way they did. But Carson Wentz is the kind of quarterback that makes an offensive line look like garbage because he's moving around when he shouldn't. He holds onto the ball too long. And he exposes those offensive linemen to, to to blocks that last too long and put them in harm's way. I, I think that Carson Wentz moving on, Matt Ryan coming in as kind of a Philip Rivers type guy who's going to get rid of it quick. I think we're going to see a, a huge increase in the way we look at this, uh, this offensive line, you think?
4: Uh, yeah, and you know, like I said, the one play that I think stuck out for my son and I both from last year was against the Rams, and all of a sudden we see Jacob Eason in, and my son and I were looking at each other, going, "What the heck happened?" And it comes to find out that Carson Wentz rolled both of his ankles on that one play, you know, and it was just (laughs) like, "Oh my God, this guy—he's got to learn how to," you know get rid of the ball, do something to just, you know, if the play's dead, the play's dead, accept it. But Jesus Christ, take care of yourself, you know? I just think Matt Ryan's going to be able to do that. And uh, as far as the offensive line, yeah, I think he's going to be able to not extend the plays in a very unhealthy way.
2: Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. And, you know, one of the things that made me laugh about that play in particular is is that if you're – if you're going to hold on the ball too long, don't do it against the Rams where Aaron Donald is bring it, breathing down your neck all the time. Don't do that. Noah, make sure and unmute yourself. How are you doing tonight?
3: Good. Sorry, I just had – I was thinking of something, and I searched it up. Yeah. And I, I was doing some research just when you were talking. Could you compare Alec Pierce to Trelon Burks? I did not. Could no? Could you compare the two?
2: Oh, uh, I think that Burks is a little bit sloppier in his routes. Um, I, I think that Bert, Bert, was what I heard was at the combine. He was uh, his physical fitness was in question just a little bit. And, and it doesn't seem as though Pierce is that kind of guy. Pierce is a really good route runner. And, and one of the things that I had questions about were, was his ability. Like, we know that he can get deep. We know he can run a go. You know, but can he kind of manipulate the defense and move in the trenches a little bit over the middle and become more a of pos- a possession receiver? And the answer to that has been yes from people who have seen him at workouts. And, and so I think that that separates him a little bit from Burks as well.
3: So could you say that non-biased, could you say that Alec Pierce is better than Trey Burks? Well,
2: I, I, I know Because I mean, here's the deal. Here's the deal with Pierce is he played in the American. Right. And the non-conference game that he played that I really paid attention to is when Cincinnati played Indiana. Cincinnati also played Notre Dame. Uh, So there's that. But, you know, what Burks did, he was played in the SEC and the SEC secondaries are about as good as there is outside the NFL. So it's, it's not apples and oranges, but the comparison of the two is really difficult, given the quality of the defenses that each played against.
3: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Thank you.
2: Okay, I appreciate it, Noah. Thanks very much. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk to Ryan uh, about what he thinks and, and Alec Pierce. We're getting kind of close. We're about halfway to 73 from 53, not quite. And uh, so 73 is going to be interesting, but what'd you think of 53, uh, Ryan?
10: Alec was awesome. Love the pick straight up. I I love the trade back. Believe in Ballard. Believe in Ballard. Believe in Ballard. Um, I do have one question for you. Since we picked up Alec, what do you think TY is doing? You think they're going to get rid of him? Is he going to sign? Is he going to go to a different team? What's your thoughts? I think it would be
2: crazy for them to re-sign him at at the price that maybe T.Y. thinks he deserves. You know what I mean? He is not a $10 million receiver anymore. Right. And, and, right. and everybody, every receiver, every football player in the month of March and April, once they've healed up, they start to feel like, well, I'm me again. And mm-hmm. it only takes one lick or one bad kind of cut to make you not you again. And that, I think, is where T.Y. Hilton is in his life, where he feels right now he can play at the level he did when he was 25 or 27. But the truth is 17 weeks is a really, really long time to stay healthy. And right. he has degraded in terms of his health every single year for, I think, the last three.
10: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ken, I love the show, man. You're awesome. I watch you every day twice a day. Uh, <laughs> just just uh, keep going like you're going, man. We love you out here.
2: I appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks very much. Have a good night. Thank you. You too, uh, man. We we are at let's see, we're at sixty-two. The Chiefs picking again, so we got eleven picks till the Colts go again. Let's talk to Brett. Brett, make you, there. You've un- unmuted. Hey. You're you're way ahead of the curve, Brett. I appreciate. Oh it. yeah.
9: You know, always thinking ahead. Um. <laughs> um. So I have another question. Um. So Alec Pierce to me looks like a faster Michael Pittman. Yeah. So. Do you think it would have been better to take like maybe a smaller receiver that can like get lost in the defense and find some holes? I feel like we just got the same player. Here's the reason I don't think so. Well, they're different. They're different in
2: that Pittman is more a possession guy and Pierce is a straight up burner who can get deep and take the top off defenses and Pittman's not that. But what the the Colts also have is they got Naheem Hines and they can split him out to the slot. And and I think that with Matt Ryan as the quarterback, that begins to make more and more sense, where you can have Hines and JT on the field at the same time and kind of operate a four-headed monster uh, of weapons. And, and I think that that kind of works. I think Hines can kind of work as sort of that Skymore guy, you think?
9: Yeah, that makes sense. I would also like to see Ashton Doolin maybe take a step and uh, you know maybe come into that role that we were hoping Paris Campbell... Could fill um, when he's healthy.
2: That's and you know what? Again, because out of sight, out of mind, I totally forgot about Paris Campbell again. We've talked about him a few times during the show, but my goodness, you know he uh, it, it, that when when he hurt his foot, he scores that touchdown. The guy kind of falls on his foot. I, I was like, oh, can can anything good happen for this guy? I thought the same thing with Tyquan Lewis. He gets that pick, and all of a sudden, kablooey, his knee blows out. Some guys are just cursed. And both those guys went to Ohio State. I got people on the YouTube channel saying, please, stay away from people from Ohio Ohio State. We had Hooker, Lewis, Campbell. All these guys do is get hurt. There's something in the water in Columbus.
9: (laughs) Very true. I mean, I would have loved one of the Ohio State receivers coming out this year, but... I would have, too. No first-round picks, so... Uh,
2: I appreciate it. Thanks, Brett. Yep. All right. Let's talk to uh, Romario. How you doing, Romario. Make sure and unmute yourself. Uh you gotta hit the little red the little red icon next to your picture, and uh you can unmute yourself and then we can talk to each other. Otherwise, I'm just talking to you. And while that entertains me, I, I'm hoping that you can entertain me an even higher level. So you you've gotta still unmute yourself. Let's see if uh let's see if we can get there. We're we're not there yet, so I'm gonna take you down and uh come back and and oh oh there you go all right you know what oh you have a little faith (laughs) I apologize for Mario
8: but yeah what's up man yeah I had to figure out how to unmute it I was like what do you (laughs) (laughs) so what'd you think of the pick man I hey I love the pick man I had a couple guys that I really wanted to you know but we got it equal and to what I wanted I wanted Christian uh Christian uh Watson out of uh you know Christian Watson out of yeah North Dakota State yeah, man. See, he 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 give the same Pittman look, but shit, he ran a four three three. You know, just like hey, just like Alex Pierce, though. So I'm I'm happy with the pick. You know, he gave the same symmetry as the pick that I wanted. So I'm happy with it, man. And if we can keep Percy Harvin on the field, I, I say Percy Harvin. Good God, Paris Campbell on the field. Yeah, this would be a nice little three way killer.
2: You know, I I think so too. I, I I'm so
8: happy that Ballard.
2: Because Ballard, sometimes you think, does he even care about speed? And, and here oh. he showed that he did, and I'm glad we got some.
8: Right, man. My, hey, I love what Michael Pittman did last year. He was a great force. But we need some speed. We need a deep threat. Somebody's going to get down the field, but also somebody with a nice height that can fight for the ball. Sky Moore, you know, he was a nice little slot. But we needed somebody that got some height, just like Pittman, that can get the ball, but plus can get down the field like Paris Campbell.
2: I appreciate it, Romario. Thanks for the call.
8: Hey, appreciate it, buddy, man. I always watch the stuff, man.
2: I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Let's uh, let's talk to Paul. Uh, Paul, make sure and unmute yourself. There you are. You're you're an old crow at this. How you doing?
0: <laughs> okay, Ken. Yeah, um, as I said earlier, love the Pierce uh, um, Alec Pierce pick. Got a question. At what point? And um, you know, I'm watching the board. I don't see. Willis or Desmond Ritter off the board yet. Now, pick number 73, I'd like us to get Jelani Woods if he's there. Just grab the tight end and and knock that pick out. At what point do we consider, uh, you know, I mean, if these guys keep falling and falling, at what point do they outweigh some of the other depth positions that we might get later on, such as a interior linemen or something like that uh because and and the thing that strikes me with ritter of course he was pierce's quarterback at cincinnati so does that
2: at any point in the draft does that make sense to you you know i i don't think i don't think it will to them i don't think it will to ballard i think that they have a pretty solid idea of plan they say they don't have plans for stuff and, and yeah. that they had no plan when they traded Carson Wentz. I just think that's a load of crap. I think they had a plan. I, I yeah. don't think that they knew it was going to be Ryan. But I think they had a plan A, plan B, plan C. And they felt like they were all superior to Wentz. Or you don't yeah. make that trade. So I think they got plans. And I don't think that that plan includes Malik Willis. And if it included Des Ritter, I, I think they'd already pulled that trigger. Um, I, I think that they stick with what they need. And they keep drafting a guy. Uh, yeah. The draft. I I think Jelani Woods is going to be the guy that they take. Oh, for sure. And, and, I know, tight end. Yeah. And and I, you know what? That's their target. I believe. And and so you got that. And I think that yeah. they need offensive line depth. I don't think that they want to invest a draft pick in a guy who is unlikely to win them a game this year. Does
0: okay. that make sense? Yeah. Um. I'm
2: just wondering. Now we
0: know we have Sam Ellinger, who's going to be. It looks like the backup. Right, um, and Matt Ryan's been an Iron Man in Atlanta. He's only missed a game or two, I guess. So I'm just wondering who fills out that quarterback room. Will it be a late rounder? Will it be a, a veteran um, journeyman from around the league? So just curious I think they're burned
2: that. out on journeymen. I, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to bring in another Brian Hoyer. You know, I, I, yeah. I just don't see that happening for the Colts. I think they'll ride with Ellinger. And and I think I, – I'm not even sure of the guy's name, the third-string guy, Morgan.
0: I, James James Morgan.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, they might ride with him. They Ballard has not been a guy, unlike Grigson, who is going to invest in a backup quarterback because you know that the the chasm between the starting quarterback and the backup quarterback is so enormous that you go from being very competitive to not very competitive – Very quickly, regardless of who your backup quarterback is, unless you can kind of, you know, stumble bass backwards into a guy like Matt Hasselbeck,
9: yeah, you know, I
2: I just don't see it. I, I don't think they'll do it, and I think that that's one of the things that they really like about Matt Ryan, in the same way that they like about Philip Rivers. Thank you very much for the call again. I appreciate it, Paul.
0: Okay, great show. Thank you.
2: All right, we're going to keep taking calls. We'll take them until uh, until we don't have any more to take. Mike, how you doing? Make sure and take yourself off mute. Uh,
5: I'm doing Perfect. good, Kent. What'd you think hey, of the pick? I just wanted to say I was just thrilled to see that Ballard didn't take a lineman. You know, I was always yeah. <laughs> I was always concerned he was going to go revert back to the best pick available or the best the talent available left in the draft. And yep. And uh, so I was thrilled to see that. And, and this afternoon you mentioned something I I think on your. Uh, YouTube channel that Pierce, you know, he only caught two passes in the Alabama game. Yeah, but that, you know, they they sack they were all over Ritter the the uh, the Alabama Alabama defense, and you know he didn't have much time. I think they sacked him six times.
2: And and but, here's one thing that you know about Nick Saban because he learned it from Bill Belichick is that when you come into a game defensively, schematically, you are going to take away their greatest threat. And the greatest threat was Alec Pierce. And so Bama blanketed Pierce and dared Cincinnati to beat them with somebody else. So so I kind of get it. Maybe that was throwing shade unnecessarily at Alec Pierce today. I, I, no. I, I saw that number, and I couldn't get away from it. So it popped out of my mouth before I really had a chance to kind of close the gate.
5: Yeah, I just had when you mentioned that I remembered that game and I remembered how he had no time but um also I I look back at the Notre Dame game I live up here in uh Michigan right above uh South Bend I watched the Notre Dame game versus Cincinnati and he had uh, 144 yards not that Notre yeah. Dame has a good pass defense but uh you know it's a it's a you know power five school, I guess you could say, but hey, they uh, had a safety good enough to go in the top twenty. That's right, and he had forty five yards on one catch in that game. So um, uh, I think it's a good pick. I'm thrilled.
2: I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Have a good Thanks. night.
5: You too. All
2: right, let's go to uh, Brett. How you doing, Brett? Take yourself off mute.
9: Hey, um, so. When I talked last, I compared uh, Pierce to Michael Pittman. Yeah. And now we're talking about Jelani Woods. And whenever I watched his tape, he reminded me a lot of Mulally Cox. Yep. Um, in the way that he moves and he's really big. So I was wondering if you saw that comparison and if you think that we need another, you know, type of player like that. You know what? that That tends to be... Like,
2: uh, GMs tend to do one of two things. They either draft replicants of what they've already got so they can stack guys, and Matt Ryan won't know the difference, right, except for the number between Mo Ali Cox (laughs) and and Jelani Woods. Or they draft a completely different kind of cat. You know, when when they had Jack Doyle and then they signed uh, Eric Ebron, Eric Ebron was a fundamentally different kind of football player from Jack Doyle.
9: 100%. Uh,
2: and that was part of the point, although uh, what people didn't know at that point is that Eric Ebron was a, a straight nut and kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, so he had to go he had to go elsewhere after that one season where he played pretty well for a while for us, for, for the Colts. Yeah, um, causing
9: like 15 touchdowns or something.
2: Yeah. He, he, you know what? A wonderfully gifted athlete, and that's why he was drafted in the top 10, but uh, not, not necessarily a great fit within that locker room. Uh, on West 56th Street. But I, I think that Woods is kind of the guy, not only is he like Mo Ali Cox, but he has a skill set that's very similar to Jack Doyle. And so he's, he's going to come in and be sort of a Jack Doyle in terms of blocking. And then he's Jack Doyle, but he's a little bit quicker. He's a little bit faster than Jack Doyle was. And, and so you've got kind of an
9: upgrade in speed, but you're maintaining the blocking, you hope. Yeah. um, And then so you you brought up how the locker room fit matters a lot to that got um, Ebron out of there. Do you think maybe he puts too much emphasis on that sometimes where we're passing up on like a great talent because of he won't fit with the rest of the guys? You know, what he said initially is that culture was going to be a big deal. And then once
2: it was built, they felt like it was going to be strong enough to be able to welcome a guy into the locker room, and maybe a guy with some behavioral wobbles and be able to sort of through, I don't know whether you call it peer pressure or positive leadership or whatever you want to, however you want to refer to it, you bring that guy in and you steer him toward the light, toward goodness. And he just hadn't done that. But I've got to tell you, it's a real deal from a media perspective that I, and now you don't win Lombardi trophies because you're great with the media. But they got about 60 guys in that locker room who are absolutely great to talk to. Like you walk up to those guys, hey, can you talk for a minute? And they've all got time. And other than Quentin Nelson, who I don't think has any interest in what he has to say about things. He's just, (laughs) he's bored with himself, I think. Other than that, you get great stuff out of those guys. They're very conversational. I saw a spot tonight during the draft with Naheem Hines talking about his mom and muscular dystrophy and how they lost his grandmother. And, and it was, the spot was, I was like, Oh, that's him. You know, Naheem Hines is a really thoughtful, good dude. And that goes for almost everybody in that room. They are wonderful to be around a great locker room, which flies in direct kind of opposition to what it was before Ballard. There, there were guys in that locker room before, and I'll go ahead and say one of the guy's names who just like, Scared the hell out of me, and that was Antonio Morrison. Like I walked up to Antonio Morrison, and and just because nobody—I'd never seen anybody talk to him. I was like, "Antonio, you want to talk?" And he just stared at me, and and then (laughs) he said, "Okay," like almost like a challenge. And I thought, "Well, I'm not committed. I got to ask this guy some questions." And uh, and but it was kind of like, you know what? I think he might hit me. Uh, with the same enthusiasm as he's ha- as he's answering these questions, I, I, I that was one time where I felt like, oof, you know, yeah. boy, oh boy, the, this guy. Anyway, thanks for the call, I appreciate it, Brett.
9: Yeah, thank you.
2: Sure, uh, <laughs> let's talk. To, let's talk to Mark. Make sure and unmute yourself, Mark. How you doing? Yeah, Mark, you got to you got to hit the mute button, and then it'll give you there. You go. I think. No, he just decided to leave entirely. So we'll uh, we'll go to Ryan, who I know already knows how to uh, take himself off mute. How you doing, Ryan? Tonight, as we approach the 73rd pick, we're at 67 now, so we're coming up on 73. How you feeling?
10: I'm uh, feeling good, man. I have one question for you. Do you think Ballard's going to trade back to 73rd since we already got the 77? You think he's going to take Woods, or you think he's going to wait till the 77th pick then and maybe get like a late late second round
2: or a late third round
10: Late third round yeah sorry
2: <laughs> you know no i think he's got i i hope he keeps both i i think you get to a cliff and and it varies by draft but at like 70 80 into like 85 you you get this kind of this cliff where guys just aren't going to be productive for you right. at least initially and i think that this is a this is a general manager who is really, really motivated, and he's been motivated by Jim Irsay to win now, damn it. And, and right. if he doesn't, there's going to be hell to pay. That meeting at the end of next season, if they miss the playoffs, it is, is going to make the some, meeting after be, this one, uh, you know, a picnic.
10: Yeah, it's, it's going to be bad news. But anyways, man, thanks again for it. you, Kent. Appreciate, appreciate it. I
2: appreciate it. Thanks so much, Ryan. Uh, let's go back to uh, Romario. How you doing, Romario?
6: Yeah, I know
8: how to unmute now, man. How's it going, Kent? There you go. It's going good. <laughs> yeah, man. Now that I'm back online, man. Uh, Yeah, man, I love the trade-in. Just like I said, I just got off work. If you look at the comments, I just got off work, so I just picked up on the trade-up that we just got. We got 73 and 77. I love right. Jelani. I-, I love Jelani Woods at 73 just to go ahead and get a tight end. Another person that Matt Ryan can throw the ball, Jelani Woods. He reminds me a lot of Air Ebron, man. He Just like you said, he gets up the field like Ali Cop, but he's a little faster than Ali Kopp, but he makes plays like Jack Doyle, a veteran, tight end, just like how we need. I appreciate it, Romario. Thanks for checking back. Well, uh, I'll say this too. At 77, I think, you know, we need a little project, you know, for a quarterback position. Oh. I, I, I won't say, you know, we pick a quarterback right there, but I say if Riddler is still on the board, that man is ready to play. You know, Malik Willis, he needs about two, three years to get into that NFL vibe. But Riddler, having Matt Ryan, we might have Matt Ryan for the next three to four years. Some people think it's five years, but Matt Ryan's getting to that age. You know, he was the number one pick in 2008. So, right. you know, he's getting to that age. So I think we it'll be great if in these late rounds that we pick up a quarterback that we can train. I love Sam Ellinger. I, w- I wanted him to have the starting position this year because I just seen – what he did at Texas—that's a four-year starter, redshirt senior. He—he he played all four years, so he has to have that experience on the field. But I would love to see somebody else get in there. That's an experienced quarterback. If we can do it in two years, that—that's that, fine. But I just would love to see you know one of these good you know mobile quarterbacks get picked also.
2: I appreciate it. Thanks for Mario.
8: All right, my boy.
2: You know, uh, one of the things, like Ellinger, I like Ellinger, and, and I think he can play, and and he's a competitor, and I, I think he's kind of a Baker Mayfield type guy, but I don't know that he's the kind of guy you necessarily want as a starter. We'll see. Uh, 73rd pick, just five away, the Browns, their pick is in at 68. Uh, how you doing, Mark?
7: I'm doing well. How are you, Kent?
2: I couldn't be better. I, things are rolling. I'm having a great time with all of you.
7: Well, we appreciate you doing this. Enjoy your show out here during the week from Kansas City.
2: Oh, thanks. very Kansas City. I like Kansas City. Kansas City's a fun place. And Arrowhead, for people who haven't been to Arrowhead and, and seen, Arrowhead is just a different environment. I love it.
7: You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Hey, a uh, question for you, kind of a two-parter. What do you think the chances are, well, there's always a chance, I guess, that Ballard With one of these next two picks, trades back to maybe, uh, I don't know if he would get a a couple of, uh, he'd probably get a third and a fourth rounder maybe. That would be nice. What do you think the chances are that he does that or uh, gets another wideout? Uh, For for the sake of competition, I'm looking at this board. I see Jalen Tolbert. I see Calvin Austin. Uh, I've heard some good things about. Of course, we're all experts. But uh, anyway, what do you think about that? you uh, think they trade back? Or?
2: That's why I like staying at 73 and 77 is I think they can get Jelani Woods. And I think that they can get Tolbert. And Austin's kind of an odd duck in that, like for me, here's my recency bias with Austin. There was another Austin. And he might still be in the league. Tavon Austin. Who was drafted by the Rams uh, back in 2012, who was a very, very similar player, undersized, kind of a a guy they thought was going to be able to be very dynamic, returning punts, a guy who could get out in space and make people miss. And Tavon just never kind of got to that level where I thought that he he lived up to the hype. And and so for this Austin, uh, I'm a little bit – I'm not as – plus, I think he's going to get killed. I mean, if yeah. he he weighs about 160 pounds, honest to God, people say yeah. that facetiously about some guys. No, he's straight 160. Yeah. And if if you got 280 coming 18 miles an hour, hitting this kid mm. going 20, that that's yeah. getting hit by a freight train.
7: It it only takes once.
2: Exactly.
7: Yeah. Yeah. All well, right, would, man.
2: Thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it, Mark. Thanks, Kent. Um. So the Colts. Here's the deal with the Colts. The Colts have, um drafted at 53 they traded back from 42 they traded 42 and 122 and got back 53 77 and 192 and if you listen to the show on the youtube channel this afternoon i told you they were going to take alec pierce i didn't know whether they were going to do it at 42 or or trade back i guessed that they were going to trade back to about this level They picked up the third rounder in exchange for that. They gave up their fourth rounder and got a sixth. So they're sitting at 73 and 77. And with one of those picks, I think they're going to take Jelani Woods, the tight end out of Virginia, who is like 6'7", 275, but he ran a 4'6", 40. He ran a faster 40 at 6'7", 275. And I don't mean to cramp all over David Bell, but David Bell – ran like a 4.62 at the combine and then 4.7-plus at his pro day. And in like the 20-yard uh, shuttle and 10-yard cone deal, didn't time out very well. And, and so you, you got a guy in Bell who, who's not necessarily fast and he's not necessarily quick, and that's a bad combination. And I know he was productive as hell at Purdue, but this is not a guy necessarily – that you think, uh, you know what, we're going to win football games because we draft him. Now, with Johnny Woods, you're going to win football games because you draft him as long as he stays healthy, and I don't know why he wouldn't. He went to Oklahoma. He he had been a high school quarterback, became a tight end, didn't get a lot of play at Oklahoma, transferred for a year to Virginia, and was really, really good this past year and put himself in a position where he is likely to be – chosen at some point in the very very near future by somebody the titans and hopefully the Colts. The Titans are picking at 69. And the Titans have taken Nicholas Petit Ferrey, uh an the offensive tackle from uh from Ohio State. And and so there you go. The Titans obviously doing work this draft. They traded AJ Brown and they got back a pick that they turned into uh, Trayvon Burks. And and so they've got him. And, and here's how it makes sense. And a lot of people think that that trade really doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. I'll tell you how it makes sense. Is if Burks is as good or as productive, let's say, as A.J. Brown. But they don't have to pay Burks. $25 million a year like the Eagles are going to. Burks got a four-year de- agreement from the Eagles for $100 million, $57 million of it guaranteed, and uh, the Titans are going to get Burks on a rookie deal that's going to cost them a comparative pittance. That is how you manage a roster in the NFL and how you work to the cap, and Chris Ballard alluded to it in his pre-draft media deal and said, look, you he, 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 he signing multiple free agents to big, big contracts, that's not going to work. You've got to be able to draft these guys, hold on to them, and hopefully keep your own. But if you can't, there you go. Uh, let's go to Noah. How you doing, Noah? You're, uh, you're back. Do you have a question or a comment or uh, what's going on?
3: So do you think with the additions of tonight that the Colts are Super Bowl contenders?
2: No, I don't think they are. Um, I, You know, I, I think it's hard to go from 9-8 to being a Super Bowl contender where you're turning quarterbacks and you're you're adding four major pieces, even though they're upgrades, or three major pieces to the defense, one major piece in Matt Ryan for your offense, a rookie wide receiver,
10: a, uh, a guy like Matt Conner, at
2: left tackle. I think that they could win the division, you know what, uh, let me see let me roll that back a little bit, because if you win your division, if they win the AFC South, they're in the tournament. If they're in the tournament, they can go any distance in that tournament. The, the Bengals went from being, you know, crap to being in the Super Bowl. Now, they did that because they took Lamar Chase, you know, in the top five in the draft last year. But that's kind of, uh, that's the arc that I think the Colts would want to pursue, but they haven't been bad. They haven't been bad enough in back-to-back years to be able to draft a guy like Joe Burrow, number one overall, and then a guy like Jamar Chase uh, with a top-five pick. So, uh, are they Super Bowl contenders? Sure, they are. But it's a long time. it bit of a long time. I'd say they're probably fifth in the AFC right now. Fifth? Yeah.
3: That's better than what most people are saying.
2: That's, you know what? And and it's baby steps. And maybe as we get into the season, we see that Gus Bradley is the defensive coordinator. It uh, has turned this group loose. They become aggressive up front. They put pressure on quarterback. Kapon Gilmore gets seven picks. Julian Blackman gets another four. Rodney McLeod gets another three. And all of a sudden, this team looks like a Super Bowl team. Hey, you know what? Speaking of that, when they were nine and six, starting one and four, People were talking about the Colts last year as being a potential Super Bowl contender. So, you know what? They're not that far away, and they have upgraded four different spots. So, maybe I'll roll it back and say they are a Super Bowl contender.
3: Hey, one more question, Kent. Sure. So, on May 12th, when the schedule releases, are you going to do predictions for like the record?
2: I I think that's the, that's the law. There's a law of broadcasting that that's gotta happen. You must do that if you're going to host any kind of show. Absolutely, I'm going to do that. Do you,
3: do you think we'll get screwed again in the home opener now?
2: I think the home opener is going to be against the Commanders. I think I think it's Carson Wentz and the Commanders coming into Indianapolis for Week One. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah,
3: that would be. That'd be good.
2: All right. We'll talk to you. Thank you,
8: Noah. I appreciate it. Uh, Romario, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right, buddy, man. Shit, I got a question, man, finally. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, man, Um, I'm from South Carolina, you know, South Carolina coach, fan, die hard, you know. Uh, but uh, I got a question, you know. I was a manager at College of Charleston, so I got to see Michael Scranton play. You know, that guy is a solid wide receiver. And, yes, last year he wasn't ready. But if you looked at the preseason, Michael Scranton catched every ball that was thrown his way. What do you think this year – Michael Scranton with the addition of Alex Pierce and Michael, Scranton, uh, uh, you know, Michael Pittman. And if we get Jelani Woods, do you think Michael Scranton's going to have a breakout year?
2: You know, I, I think that'd be wonderful. He looked great in camp. I yes, mean, he he, he was a guy, big rangy, great catch radius, fast. You thought, wow, what a steal in the seventh round. And then he was inactive for almost every game coming down the stretch. And so, you wondered whether the,
8: kind of the bloom was off the rose internally,
2: and Frank Reich all of a sudden thought he couldn't play,
8: right? And and, and what they what I when I read his uh, dialogue, they said that he just wasn't giving off NFL ready route running and and making plays, you know. And, yeah. And, and, and plus being inactive most of all the years, what the first nine games, so they just sat him out, you know. Uh, but I uh, you know hopefully. Michael Scranton, I'm telling you, I've seen that guy play, man. And I got to see Darius Leonard play his last couple of years because I'm from South Carolina. So the College of Charleston, they had to play them. So I was a manager on the football team. So I got to watch Darius Leonard before he was drafted the second round, 36th pick. But Michael Scranton, I think this year, maybe that guy makes a breakout season, man. I love
2: it. Thank you, Romario. Appreciate I got,
8: it. I, I, got, I got one more thing to say, man. Sure. In the sixth round, you think if uh Latavius Greeny, safety, if you think that he is open, you know, and he plays cornerback, you know, he's a DB all around. Do you think that we might reach for him? You know, I got
2: to plead ignorance. I have absolutely no idea. When when you get to the sixth and seventh round, that's there are so many variables in play. I I just I. Predicting sixth round stuff is beyond my pay grade. <laughs> I don't have yeah, the bandwidth I, for it, but thanks yeah. for Mario. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely, man. And hey, six or seven round. You... <laughs> There's from Mario. Sorry, I cut you off. But uh, that's that. Noah, how are you?
8: Good.
3: Um, and the Colts are coming up next, I yep. believe.
2: Yeah, we got the Seahawks pick is in, and then we got seventy three, and then we're gonna end the show, which is very sad for me because this is more people I talk to in a week in my in my regular life. So I I'm having a good time.
3: Could there be a possibility that they they get a wide receiver at seventy three, and then at seventy seven? Draft the tight end.
2: Hey, you know what? I, I really like Jalen Tolbert. I and I don't think he's gone yet. I, I like Jalen Tolbert a lot. He, he's raw, but he's the guy who can catch the deep ball. He, he hasn't gone yet. Uh, Mel Kiper's got him as his second best remaining wideout. Calvin uh, Austin is first. You got Khalil Shakir. Bo Melton, and Rutgers, you got four guys who can likely play at tight end position. Greg Dulcich. is the guy I was trying to think of before from UCLA, but I think it's going to be Johnny Woods, and, and we'll see about that. But 73, I would love to see, because I don't think Johnny Woods is going to be a guy fake in the 70s until you get to the Colts in 77. So at 73, I would love the Colts to be able to take Jalen Tolbert. And then at 77, Jelani Woods. Absolutely. What do you think?
3: I think that they might take a wide receiver at seventy. But at 77, they might take... I feel like they're going to take to the guy out of UCLA.
2: Uh, Takeda, yeah. yeah, that could be. And then later from UCLA, here's another guy I like who, who's kind of a, I don't know, a, a, I think he's kind of a West Welker type guy. But then the absolute feeling of his ability, and then Kyle Phillips. I, I think he'd be a terrific slot guy. And uh, you know, like I think you need a Cooper Cup type dude. And and again, Cooper Cup is probably beyond Kyle Phillips' ability. But, you know, back in the day, nobody thought Cooper Cup was going to be Cooper Cup either. So who knows? Um, but you can go get a guy. I want guys who can score touchdowns. I know that Chris Ballard's comfort level is in building in the trenches. He wants a D-line, eight guys. He wants an offensive line that goes eight deep. I get it. That's his comfort level. I want guys who score points. Because scoring points is how you win championships in today's NFL. And the Colts last year were incapable of scoring points in the measure necessary to be able to win. That defense Just Bradley I think is going to be ready to go. I think it's a really interesting time to be a Colts fan. Yeah,
3: I agree with what you're saying. All I got, right, one, thanks I got one more though. question. I
2: appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time. Let's, uh, let's talk to Zach. Uh, Zach, how you doing tonight? Colts, they, uh, they're they one pick away from picking 73rd. How you doing? I'm good, Ken. How are you doing? I couldn't be better.
9: Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm late to the party here. I know you've got the stream going here for a while. I'm sure you've already talked about Malik Willis. And, and if yeah. you have, I'm just curious. Like, I was just expecting, like, when Atlanta, you know, there's a string of teams, Atlanta, Seattle, uh, and then obviously the Colts, and then the Vikings traded. with you all I thought maybe even the Vikings would take him. Um, I don't want to, you know, repeat for the audience, but could you in a nutshell describe maybe why you didn't take him or why he's still on the board? Well, uh, what I noticed in looking at his
2: game logs and, and what I've heard from guys is that he became erratic toward the back end of the season last year for Liberty, where the first five games he was 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. And then the last chunk of the season, he really threw some balls that were uh, not just inaccurate, but ill-advised. And, and I think that the NFL is at a point in its evaluation of quarterbacks where it's about mistake aversion, that's the top deal. Like, you got to be able to make all the throws. you got to throw outside the numbers, and you got to be able to move your feet, and you've got to release the ball quickly, and all that stuff, it's important. But most important is that coaches and offensive coordinators need to be able to trust that you're going to make good decisions with football, and I think Malik Willis got a little shot toward the end of the season last year for Liberty in doing that, and I think that is the thing. Plus, here's here's another deal, is we're in a win-now mode in the NFL. And in the first couple of rounds, you're looking for guys who are going to be able to win you games. And even the most optimistic estimates for Malik Willis are that it's going to take him a year, maybe two, to be able to get himself NFL-ready. And I don't think that there are teams that want to draft a guy like Love, for instance, a couple of years ago, where you're going to sit on him and you're going to nurture him. And all of a sudden, you know, that guy's going to be your starting quarterback. I I, I don't think that teams are up for that at this point. I think they want to win now.
5: Yep.
9: No, that makes sense. I hear they're announcing it right now.
2: I appreciate it. Thanks, Zach. Thanks. All right. That's Zach. And uh, I don't know what, what is uh, the Colts have sent out uh, a couple of knuckleheads and uh, so now the Colts are announcing their pick. And Cheeky Boyos, I don't, does anybody know the Cheeky Boyos? I don't know these Cheeky Boyos. At any rate, the selection for the Colts at 73 is Jelani Woods. There you go. I swear to God, what did I tell you this afternoon? I said this afternoon the Colts were going to take Alec Pierce, wide receiver out of Cincinnati, and Jelani Woods, tight end out of Virginia. What do you think about that, Johnny Woods? Six foot seven inches tall. They say he's—I think they had him listed at two fifty-one. He is not two fifty-one. If he's two fifty-one, I weigh one hundred and forty pounds. Uh, but Alec Pierce, then Johnny Woods—outstanding. Great day for me, at any rate. Let's take one more caller. Let's go to Paul, and then we'll wrap things up. How you doing, Paul? I, I appreciate, you, I, I hanging appreciate on. you hanging on.
0: Yeah, you know what? This 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 is playing out perfect, isn't it? This is good stuff, man. This is, uh, I mean, Matt Ryan's got a,
2: this is the red carpet for him, isn't it? Yeah I, yeah, I think I, that I, this, I, is exactly this is exactly what the Colts wanted. The Colts wanted, wanted. The, the Colts wanted Al Pierce. They wanted Johnny and Woods, and they got both, those, they got guys. both those guys. Uh, this worked, this out worked out well. exceptionally and well. well, and they get 77 seven 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 to, seven to boot, whoever that's going to be for him, So, for them. Them. so yeah, absolutely I'm, right.
0: Yeah, I'm glad they snagged them because Denver's a couple of picks away, and they lost Noah Fant. You know, he was part of the Russell Wilson trade, so they would have been hot on Woods, and I think. And I'm I'm glad we snagged
2: them. I appreciate it, Paul. I appreciate Thanks so Paul. much. Thanks so much. Okay, All right, that's All it. Right, we'll, that's do it. we'll do this once a week. This is a uh, a deal that uh, I love calling. I, this is the coolest thing ever. Like you can uh, taking calls in this format without the technological, you know, stuff that's got to happen at a radio station. This is just the coolest thing ever. So you'll get plenty of notice. I'll tell you on the YouTube channel. We'll have it on social media. You'll know when we're doing it every week. We'll settle into a time that works for everybody, and we'll get this thing rolling. I appreciate everybody hanging out. This has been a really good night for the Indianapolis Colts, taking Alec Pierce and then Jelani Woods. Really good stuff. Desmond Ritter just taken by the Falcons. After the 77th overall pick, we'll go on YouTube Live, and and we'll chop it up there a little bit. But I appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out. Wonderful night. We'll see you next week. Every day on YouTube, uh, the YouTube channel, and then – Every week, right here on Call In. Appreciate it.